Daniel, I figured out I cannot order food at a drive-thru anymore. I don't know what's wrong with me. Daniel, you used to say I was smart, but you said now that uh, 20 years passed, and I'm like, there's something wrong with me now. You're, you went downhill real quick. You used to be pretty smart, and within the course of about three years, you're right on the verge of diapers. So what happens <laughs> What happens in my life is that every night we have to figure out dinner because we got a kid. So we can't just wing it. You know, mm. it's if you're by yourself and you're single, you can wing it. But, you know, we have a kid, and uh, officially I've got to have dinner. And so I always say to my wife, I said, okay, if we want to go to a drive-thru, you've got to text me the exact order that you want. The exact order, nothing can be left out because I will blow it. I will screw this up. And so I'll say, okay, guys, so just for example, we'll say, let's get some Sonic tonight, you know, the drive-thru. And I say, okay, Brittany, text me exactly to the T, exactly what you want. And I had the same problem again. My son wants a cheeseburger. And, Daniel, you worked in drive-thru. I'm an expert at a, placing an order in a drive-thru because many years I worked at the Dairy Queen drive-thru. Um, most people don't know how to order. All right, so I'm going to submit this to you again. And I had the same problem. I go up. My son only wants ketchup on his on his sandwich. Mm-hmm. That's all he wants. But he wants a, a bacon cheeseburger, a, a junior bacon cheeseburger. And I tell my wife, I said, now listen, text me exactly what I need to say to the people at the window. So I get instructions and it says a junior bacon cheeseburger with ketchup only. Got it? Mm -hmm. Junior bacon cheeseburger, ketchup only. I'm at Sonic. The lady comes on and I say that to her. I say, junior bacon cheeseburger, ketchup only. She goes, do you want the bacon on there? I said, yeah, it's a junior bacon cheeseburger, ketchup only. Do you want the cheese on there? I go, yeah, I'm ordering a junior... So, but I, I see the problem. I've asked for only ketchup. So they get confused and say, well, this guy wants a junior bacon cheeseburger without the bacon and cheese. Cheese in the wrong Because you ordered that perfectly. That's how you should order it. You shouldn't say, I want a junior bacon cheeseburger minus mayonnaise, minus <laughs> mustard, minus, and which is what a lot of people do. Yeah. You used to say that people, you worked at Dairy Queen and people would have the worst, the dumbest questions. The worst, awfulest people trying to order, uh, this is Dairy Queen. May I take your order? Hamburger, cheese, hamburger, a cheeseburger? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do y'all have ice cream cones? Yes, we do. What sizes? Small, medium, extra medium, large. Do y'all have milkshakes? No, no, no. This is a dairy bar. <laughs> They ask, they ask Dairy Queen if they got milkshakes. Fries, hot fries, <laughs> no salt. But do, in, people do this trick where if you, they want to get piping hot fries, you order them with no salt. Why? Why is that a trick that gets you hotter fries? Because the salt, oh. the fries are normally salted. So if you want to have to wait five or ten minutes, you say, "Oh, I see," because they're fries, already pre-salted. No salt, yeah, like you're if, too good to have the salt. The, the fries see. that were made two minutes ago. Uh, another one of my favorites. I got four separate orders. No, you don't. Just everybody come together and maybe pitch and divide <laughs> by four. I hate two to four separate orders. And you that's what people out. would do. They'd yeah. come up there and they're ordering. Everybody's got to put right. their own debit card in or whatever. And the problem with when you order at a fast food place, you know, they start a timer. The second that order is placed, there's a timer to see how long that car is in the drive-thru. That's why oftentimes they'll go, hey, can you pull up to the front there? I'll bring it out. 
because they're trying to keep those times down. Because guess what happens if your times are too high? You'll you get, get in trouble. Fired? Get in trouble by your boss. I see. You're making like a minimum wage, so you really that's bad enough. Then to then have to get re- scolded on top of that, way worse. I remember. Um, you know, I think a lot of us went through this when we were teenagers. We were kind of embarrassed by our parents. And I remember my dad had such a bad attitude sometimes going through a drive-thru. And we I remember exactly where I was. I was at a McDonald's in Alabama. And they said, sir, could you pull up? In other words, he's at the drive-thru. They're asking you to go park and wait for your food. And he goes, I will not do that. And she's like, sir, all we need you to do is pull up. He goes, no, I'm not going to do it. We had to sit there. So you're saying that messes up their times because if the, if we leave, they get to stop the clock. But if we stay there, right. the clock is running. And it adds time to that clock and the clock of all the others behind them. So that's why they have you pull up. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like that every now and again, too. I'm like, there's nobody behind me. Why do you want me to pull up? But and they're trying to get that clock to stop. Why do I have a problem with it? Why is it a big problem? You know, they're the whole meal for like yeah. $5 that takes two minutes, why do I have a big problem pulling up a little bit? It's, that, it's, I'm not really sure why. We take it for granted, but it's a miracle that for 5 or 6 or $7, we can have a meal. Three or four generations ago, my great-great-granddad used to shoot a fox or something and then have to chase it for four days. They were eating fox? Uh, whatever they eat. I don't know what they ate, yeah. but we're, we're pretty spoiled anyway. I remember my like great-great-granddad would be like, man, I'm pretty hungry. Guess I better go plant something. <laughs> yeah, we can't be bothered to go to McDonald's. Yeah, I'll be able to eat here in about uh, seven to eight weeks. Well, Daniel uh, teased us a second ago. He said, I got, I got to say something on the radio. And I said, what is it? You said, I'm not going to say it yet. But here we are. Well, I saw something that we've uh, we've kind of talked about before. Do you remember that we've always talked about uh, how Pizza Hut, how great it was back in the day? If you were a kid in the 90s and even very early 2000s, you remember Pizza Hut was the place to go. You could actually go and sit inside and eat, and they had the uh, Parmesan cheese thing on there and the the tablecloths, checkered red tablecloths and all that. They had a jukebox. They had like a Mrs. Pac-Man that you could sit down at. Uh, Anyway, I went to Bristow yesterday to an estate sale right when I got off the air, like I said I was going to do. Just kind of saw this estate sale, wanted to go check it out. Went to Bristow. Coming out of Bristow, I noticed something that says Pizza Hut Classic in Bristow. And it's an old-school Pizza Hut. And the fact that it's called Classic means it's got that roof, you know? Yeah, it's got the... I was gonna, it's got the old logo. It's none of this mm-hmm. bull, you know, that new logo. They have a lunch buffet. They have that very small salad bar. And I called up and I said, hey, how much is the lunch buffet? Now, it only goes from 11 to 1.30, I think. You how called much- Pizza Hut? Yeah, that's crazy, too, to make a phone call. (laughs) I thought you would just walk in and find out, but go ahead. No, I wasn't. No, I didn't stop and go in there. But uh, how much do you think the Pizza Hut buffet is these days at the Pizza Hut Classic coming out of Bristow? Oh, my gosh. I would say $9.99. Wrong. What is it? $6.50 a person. Wow. That's not bad at all, is it? We need to go uh, check this thing out. I haven't been in an old school Pizza Hut in forever. I didn't know there were even, it's even on the sign it says Pizza Hut Classic. Wait a second. You, you told this whole story. I thought you were going to tell me how you went to it and ate and how that was. Well, you just, you saw Listen, a sign I'll and that's your a, story? I'll do, I'll, do a, I'll do a table for one in almost any situation, but a Pizza Hut buffet by myself, I wanted to share it. So it's only $6, how much is it? Six <clears throat> fifty For a buffet? All you can eat, dog. That's a pretty good deal, isn't it? That's what I'm telling you, man. You yeah. don't seem excited about it. No, I'm I'm intrigued, and uh, I like that. Remember the vending machine or the uh, arcade machine they had, and you mentioned it before. 
but you didn't have to stand up. You could actually sit down and look. It was That's like right. almost like a table or something. You could be so lazy. There's six fifty buffet, play Pac-Man or whatever. Yeah, and I see that you and uh, Eric Bam, who calls into the show all the time, he works in the pizza industry. He's got us hemmed up to go try his favorite pizza in Tulsa today, the Andalini's pizza. And you've agreed to now go? Yeah. I'm going to go. Are you going to go? I saw that. I got a little comment here. I noticed that you uh, hipped me for a second there yesterday, then unsent the message. You tried to send Eric Bam my address. I don't. What are you doing? I did send. Well, and then you unsent it. A guy who calls the show. He's a great caller. We love having him on. And he's been trying to meet up with us for a while now. And I've always had to say no. And I feel like um, he thinks I'm blowing him off, which I'm not. Like, literally, I've got a million things going on in life baseball games and uh, you know whatever's going on and i've always had to say no and then he said hey man how about lunch uh thursday and i said you know what i can do that because he had called in and i asked him an impossible question since he's friends with all the pizza people i said what's the best pizza in town you only get one answer he said the uh, demarco at andalini's so he wants us to go with him today to get the uh, demarco at andalini's what does this have to do with you sent this man my address and then unsent it well daniel lives next like well, I can't say it on the air. I live it, close to there. Fair okay, enough. Okay, you live very close to Andalini. But why would you send him my because address? Because we can park at your house. Well, here's an odd, crazy idea. Why don't you park in a parking because place? Because I've been to that Andalini's, and it's busy. And I usually will park at your house and then walk the four steps over to Andalini's. So just to be clear, you think it's Wait, appropriate to give on. my address away? Let me ask this. Okay, I did send you a Facebook message. Mm-hmm. I meant to send it to him. Right. And then I, I said, oh, man, I didn't mean to send that to Daniel. I unsent it. How did you see it? I just happened to be looking at my phone when you sent it, oh, and I knew what you were doing. Okay. And But here's the problem. When you unsend a message on Facebook, it shouldn't tell you that you've unsent it because then that's going to make the other per- person, like, beg oh, you and it, make them tell you what it is, right? So you have a notification that says, Tig unsent something. Right. Isn't that, oh, why, that's like, why, why do that? Just yeah, like, if you're going to unsend it. Unsend all traces. Counterintuitive. But uh, I I don't know about this, like, giving my address out to people. That's kind of strange, don't you think? Coming up in three minutes, I'm going to give Daniel's address out over the How about my Social Security card, too? All that. That, too. Daniel did something um, he's never done before. That was, uh, you went to an estate sale. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning with Tig and Daniel. Yeah, I was telling you, I stumbled upon the Pizza Hut Classic coming out of Bristow. And I was in Bristow yesterday because I saw on Facebook there was an estate sale. I've never been to now, one. Now, what is that exactly? Um, that's when somebody usually passes away. Well, not always. Not always. Not always. Sometimes, sometimes. It's if you're just moving out of your home into a smaller apartment, you're downsizing, you might have an estate sale. This was uh, I, I, this is the first time I've been to one. You know, I've been on this quest to buy this record player, and I saw that there was one at this estate sale. So I, right <laughs> after work, was funny. You just have such an unnormal life that Daniel, like, looks up a record player, and he has the time to go to an estate sale to look for this. Well, hey, you think I was the only one at that estate sale? This place was packed. All right, so what and happened? it just started yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'd not been to one. I wasn't really sure what to expect. I thought you'd go in there and things are all sitting on shelves, like an antique mall or something like that. Uh, but, no, it's just somebody's house, and they're, they're gone. And there's just a price tag on all their things. Still so on the like, shelves, still things in the kitchen, like, just as they left it. So their kids go in there, and they put, like, a price tag on the spatula and stuff. Well, I think they have companies that uh, do that. Yeah. So, and you you were like, is it going to bother you to go to this estate sale? And I'd never been to one. And I thought, no, I think this is probably helpful 
for, for families that need to, because sometimes when somebody's gone, you've got so many things to get rid of and it's probably helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got in there and then I got really bummed out. I got really upset. It was pretty sad. Because the person had passed away? You think? I don't even know if they'd passed away. I just know that all their stuff was still in there on the shelves. Their clothes were still hanging up. Their uh, towels were still yeah. folded in there. And me and everybody else in there just rooting through it. I went trying to, to get it for rock bottom, like the lowest price. You know how like in Tulsa, there's like the rich areas. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day I was driving by, picking my son up or something. And I saw a sign that said an estate sale. And I go and it's a beautiful house on the outside. It's big pillars and all that. I go inside. It was like a haunted house. Like it looked like it had never aged past 1972 inside the house. And I go up and the lady, I guess, had passed away. And I felt the same way. It's like her figurines are for sale. And I, hand to God, go up into her bedroom and her her brushes are on sale. Now, these aren't brushes you get at CVS. These are like silver on the back, hair in the in the brush. Oh, no. Well, this wasn't even like a very elegant, nice mansion. This is like a normal house, just like I have. Yeah. And then the I guess the guy that lived in there was an electrician, and my dad's an electrician, and my brother-in-law. I don't know. It really kind of got to At me home. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and now, having said that, like, yeah, I was sad. There was a box of hats, and I know that Hoodow next door on Big Country collects hats. So I was like, these people in here trying to go to all this stuff for rock bottom prices. This is disgusting. And then so I took this box of hats up, and I was like, how much for these hats? And they're like five dollars a piece. And I, that was too much. I put the hats back down. <laughs> and I was also doing it. What is it? Why do we You're trying to haggle over dead people's stuff? I, I don't know if they were passed away or not. Could be. I don't know, but I don't you think they should maybe take it off the shelves and put it up on a display it better? I guess it's just like you just walk into these people's house and could just buy whatever you wanted. It's kind of sad, man. Is that what it all comes down to, do you think? Like, if you had an estate sale, would there be anything? Uh, At my about, house? I got yeah. nothing in my house. I'm like well, a minimal, minimalist. I, my question is, you rode up to Bristow mm-hmm. to get a record player. Record player didn't work, by the way. So. Oh, so it didn't. Another classic. Oh. I'm done with record players. Every time you, Daniel finds these record players on Facebook or something, and he goes up there, and they never work. Five record players have come into my life now and gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, I don't know about estate sales now. I get that they're necessary and probably a good thing for some people, but kind of bum me out a little. Well, I got something that will probably uh, give you some adrenaline this morning. We got a $550 Sound of Moolah coming up at 710. How about that? Nice. Not bad, not bad. So big money is on the way. Tiger Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. But uh, you don't have to wait for 710. To make some money, because Jackie Cooper Nissan, Daniel, they're giving you $1,500 more than your car is even worth, according to Kelly Blue Book, right? Yeah, imagine that. You take the car up there and you say, hey, what do you give me for this? They go and they look at Kelly Blue Book and they give you, they see the value, then they give you $1,500 over that. Yeah. That's crazy. So the sound of moolah is great, but you can instantly get $1,500 more than your car is worth right now at Jackie Cooper Nissan. And that's if you just want to go down there and sell your car. Like, you don't have to do a trade-in or whatever. You can just sell them your car. However, if you want to do a trade-in, you can use that $1,500 towards your new car, like the 0% Nissan Rogues right now. I drive a Nissan. I love it. The most important thing to me is my son. And um, safety is tantamount. It's paramount, I mean. And um, 
And they look good too, don't they, Daniel? I mean, you you talk crap about me all the time, but the car is a nice car. Pretty right? nice car, yeah. yeah. JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. The voice of uh, Monday Night Football. It's Chris Stapleton. It's 985 The Bull. Uh, we have a big boy on our hands. Our sound of moolah is now worth $550. I'll play the sound. See if you know this. In 3, 2, 1. If you think you know that, uh, people said, is it a soda can, a pop can being opened? Is it a tennis ball and a tennis racket? None of those are correct. So if you think you know that, it's worth $550. Daniel, I think it's going to go to the moon, this one, uh, because I don't know the sound either. Um, and I, I purposely don't want to know the sound because you said people were coming up to you and saying, hey, what's the sound? You felt uncomfortable or menaced. And I said, I don't, I don't want any of that. So to me, as an outsider, just like everybody else, that's a hard sound for me. People in Alabama would call me, uh, my home state, and they'd be like, hey, just tell me that sound. I'm not even trying to play. And I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, they'll give that secret off to somebody else, and they'll call and try to win. You know what I should do? I should go to a hypnotist and make them erase the memory of the sound to me so I can also play along. Yeah, because you're you're biased in a sense. You already know the sound. Um, so to you, it sounds easy. But mm -hmm. to me, as an outsider who doesn't know what this is, uh, almost impossible. However, the good news about the impossibility is the money keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. If we don't get it at 710, so we're only four minutes away from another guess, uh, we add fifty dollars to the pot, Daniel, and at five fifty plus another fifty, that would put us at six hundred. Nobody gets it at eight ten. It will be up to six fifty. Six fifty, and then we'll right. start tomorrow. Very. But, I mean, that's so much money. We might be able to knock it out in four minutes. The sound of moolahs on the way up. It's time to win cash with Ty and Daniel, and the sound of moolah on ninety eight five. The bull. Well, Tig, the hills are alive with the sound of moolah, as they say. And uh, this morning, Nobody Patricia. Says that, by the way. That's what they all say. Patricia lives in Chelsea. Patricia, you say you own a farm. Yes. Are all the animals helping you to uh, try to identify the sound of moolah this morning? Yes. They are. What do you they're have? They're giving on that? me clues. What do you have on that farm? Cows, cows, and a big red bull. They're giving me clues. Do you have any monkeys? No, I have a goose and a donkey. What about a tiger? Nope. Right. You know what I'd like to do, Tig? I would like to uh, touch an elephant's ear. Where can I do that at? Is there like an elephant sanctuary in Oklahoma anywhere? I don't know. I'm not an expert. She might know better Patricia, than I would. do you know where I could touch I... an elephant's ear or just have an elephant encounter? I do not. All right. Well, let's get down to business then. Enough tomfoolery. Uh, you've heard the sound. Would you like Ty to play it one more time? Yes, please. Here we go. Here's the sound. All the wrong answers are at thebulltulsa.com. And three, two, one. I'll do it again. Three, two, one. That's your sound. 550 bucks. Are we ready for this, Daniel? Patricia, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Yes. Patricia, what? Is your guess plays? I think it's a wiffle ball. I mean, a pickle ball being hit. Oh, she's trying to do double guesses. You got to make one no, of the no. others. Is it wiffle ball. or pickle? Pickle. Officially, uh, is it a pickle ball? Pickle ball is sweeping the nation, uh, but you are incorrect. I'm sorry. Oh. 
That is a really good, uh, that would be a really good sound because pickleball, very popular right now. I'm not, I've actually never even seen one. You say it looks just like a it's, wiffle ball It's kind of like a wiffle ball. It's plastic. Yeah. It's got the holes in it and all that. Mm -hmm. Kind of like that. Well, uh, Patricia, you didn't get it, but now you know one more thing that it isn't. So uh, based on that, if you can get through again at 810, you can guess again. How much is... Uh, Thank you, you so much. Help us with the math. Patricia, it's five fifty now. If we add fifty dollars to that jackpot, what are we looking at at eight ten then? I think we might be at six hundred. Six hundred. You know, I bet if you won six hundred dollars, Sig, you could that would finance your trip to touch an elephant. Yes. Patricia, would you like to touch an elephant with me? Tig doesn't seem very excited about it. I would love to. Yeah, Tig, you wouldn't care to touch an elephant, just for the I record. like elephants. I get sad when I see an elephant though. Why? Because I heard that they, uh, they're they kind of like humans. Like if they lose a loved one, they have a funeral for it, and they're sad and stuff. And I don't want to kill an elephant's loved one. I just want to touch its trunk. This is like doing a show with Edgar Allan Poe. I'm like, man, wouldn't it be delightful to have an elephant encounter? He's like, yeah, elephants die one day, though. <laughs> what kind of animal encounter would you like to have, Ty? Remember that time that I went to, like, a petting zoo and they said you can meet a tiger? Mm hmm And then they also said you can meet a monkey, and I thought we were going to meet them separately, and they put this monkey on my shoulders, and I meet the tiger with the monkey on me, and that monkey's freaking out because, you know, <laughs> you know, it's a tiger. The monkey didn't want to be around the tiger, and I felt terrible about that, too. I am a Debbie Downer. You are. I mean, it's Sorry. just like Edgar Allan Poe, except you look weirder <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Come, coming up, Ty, with the... Uh, Patricia, I'd like to tell you something very shameful about Ty. Coming up with the uh, fair, I'd like to tell you about something that Ty did at a fair a few years ago, and I'm still a little ashamed of him. Do you remember what I'm talking about here, Ty? I don't. What you paid to see at the fair that time? Oh, that's awful. Don't tell that story. I, I feel like I have to as a You're going to tell everybody that think, I did that? Is there a chance? I did something so shameful at a fair <laughs> that I think about it to this day. I and, did too. And I, it's like one of those things in your life that you, you just wish if somebody could hypnotize you and you'd never remember that. In kind of your thing. defense, though, I think you thought it was going to be like a puppet or a video or something like that. I paid to see something at a fair, and I'm <laughs> I so ashamed of this. Uh, it's a true story. You think was it behind the black curtain? You had to go into, like, a room yeah. and uh This and seems like see something out of the 1920s, but That's it was, awful. like, 10 years ago. Wow. Do you think this particular person will be at the fair this year? And what if you I, run into her again? I don't think again? they do it anymore, but back then I paid, like, a dollar to go see this thing. <laughs> it was don't awful. say this thing. Well, I don't want to give it away. Anyway, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you don't well, want to miss this. <laughs> this is what terrible. I, what I paid to see at the oh. fair, I'm still not proud of. We need to get a priest on the line, too, so you can that rolling be prayed for. Just <laughs> moments. Uh, Patricia, thank you for calling, okay? Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> See ya. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Um, yeah. So uh, how much is it worth now, the sound of moolah? 600 bucks at uh, 810 this morning. How about that? It's going to be worth $600. Yeah. But now I have to tell you like something I'm really ashamed of a decision I made in my life <laughs> that when you look back you go I wish I could undo that and but I did and I'll be honest and Daniel likes to make fun of me about this can I'm gonna do a disclaimer if you ever have liked Tig now is your I invite you now to change the station so you don't hear this horrific story because I feel like anybody that hears this Tig is no longer gonna care for you and and yeah I, I, although I do I will say I didn't expect <clears throat> what happened 
Well, do you want to tell the story? Because you're a better storyteller than I am, and I can kind of fill in some voids. But Dale and I, this wasn't in Tulsa. This was in another city. Where was this, in North Carolina? We go to the fair in North Carolina. Like, we're going to, like, Sunday, for example, me and Daniel are going out to the fair. We're going to set up at the bull booth. We did that in other cities before, and I went to the fair one day, and they had a sign up there that intrigued me. And I said, well, I need to see that. What year was this? Uh, This was probably 2010, so we're 13 years ago. Which, not that long ago. I was an adult. I don't think this stuff would fly these days, but we're at the, uh, this is a county fair somewhere in North Carolina, and we're walking around, and, and the fair is humongous. It's a big deal to people. People are eating elephant ears turkey legs, all that kind of thing. The whole thing. You'd see the games. You'd see the guy you dunk and all that. And then every now and then you'd see something like, come see the world's uh, smallest horse. Right. You think, oh, that might be cute, a little Shetland pony. You pay, what is it, a dollar to go dollar, see the, to see the horse? Cost. And you pay this money and go down and, and, and look at the little small horse. Well, Ty. I, I don't know if I want to tell this story, to be honest. It's too late. It's going to mess in. this up. It's going to mess you up Oh, for what you did. Tyg sees a sign. <laughs> it's so awful. That says "World's Tiniest Lady." Yep. Essentially, it is a what they used to call back in the day, like a freak show or something like that, where you pay this money and go in. And I'd imagine you thought that you're going to pay this. What was it? Two dollars? A dollar or two? And what I thought I saw a sign that said "The World's Tiniest Lady," and I go, "Well, geez, I'd I'd like to see that." And but what I thought literally was they were going to have like a baby dressed up as an old lady or something, or, or a puppet, a doll, or something, something. Right. I just was curious about like how are they going to pull this off? I want to go see what the world's tiniest lady is in their mind. And I said, "Well, I'm not going to take part in that. That is." Some, it's, probably it's like, some lady in an unfortunate situation. Yeah, and I'm getting amusement out of it. And Ty goes there, right. he pays his dollar. What happens when you walk into the tent? I walk into the tent fully expecting to see like a doll or something. I was more curious about how the fair was trying to play the game with words and convince us. So I go in this room, and there's a box in the middle of the room. Oh, man. Is the box, like, paint the picture. You walk in, the box... Is on the ground on hay and stuff. <laughs> on hay? Yeah. You dirty dog. It's and on so hay, man. You can't see the smallest woman until you get right over the box. And then you look down because the op- the top is open. So she's the, not the, only... The four sides are, you can't see her. She's basically down in a hole. You have to go over and look down like you're looking in a well. Ugh, how many feet away is she? Well, when I walk in, I see the box, probably a range of 10 feet, but you have to walk right up to it. So at that point, I'm at the box, and I look down expecting to see this doll or something. It's a little old lady that's like two foot tall, and she's so bored. I feel terrible about this, but I guess she sits in that box all day. And so she's knitting uh, like a blanket or something. And I look down, and I realize... Oh, my God, it's an actual human being that I paid $2 to see, which on all sorts of levels seems wrong to me, a misfortune that I'm getting enjoyment out of. And I look down at the lady, and she looks up at me, and I go, how you doing? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. Are you guys 10 feet apart? Are you no, dude, literally uh, face imagine to Imagine walking up to a well and then looking down it, and there's a person right there. But a well is like 50 feet long. This no, no, lady's this lady's sitting on the ground on hay. So y'all, why is she on hay, man? Because that's what they do at the fair, man. I don't know. Is she allowed to get out of the box? Or? I don't know all the rules. You didn't check on her? 
she looked at me and uh, she had like these two needles in her hand where she was crocheting or whatever they do. <laughs> and she looked at me and then she got back to crocheting or whatever that was. And so you take. And then a I look. walked out and I was uh, horrified and devastated. So you look down and she looks up at you and you don't go, "Hey, are, can you? Are you? Do you all right? Do you need anything like a water or anything like that?" I you just said, "How, how you doing?" In that hole or I just said, "How you doing?" Or you know, whatever you do in normal life when you see somebody that's a stranger, and uh, it was awful. I want to know how you end the encounter with the world's tiniest lady. Walked out of there and pretend like it didn't happen. You didn't say goodbye? I don't remember that part. I, it's like one of those social situations. Have you ever been in a social situation where it becomes so traumatic that you don't really re remember exactly what you said or did? I just know I left. So... I don't think that, I mean, that, does that happen anymore? Does that, that doesn't fly anymore, does it? I don't think it? they do that. I mean, I, it's the lady's choice, right? Like, if she wants to be down there, I suppose it's all right. But I, I don't know, I don't I know about I hope so. I hope it was under her own volition. See, I'm torn now between Tiny Lady because I respect her right to be down there, although I don't want to pay money to see her, yeah. see her misfortune. Well, Daniel, uh, he's trying to tell me that I can go to the fair and you can see the world's biggest double chin. No, I said world's doublest chin. <laughs> Ty could be he in there. Me two dollars. Go look at my double chin. Somebody, he could put you down in a hole, sitting on some hay, and then uh, for a dollar they could see uh, your doublest chin. I could knit. At needles, as you call it, yeah. Whatever those big wooden needles are. <laughs> I, you know, I was like, I want to see the world's tiniest horse. Maybe I'll free this horse. But you pay to see a human being. Shame on you. I accept that shame. It's something that I, I regret. Shame on you. Let's just say that. Coming up, Daniel, uh, <laughs> to get me out of this funk, I do like giving away tickets. That makes me happy. And we've got uh, some cool stuff coming up at 740, don't we? Yeah, Warren Zeter's tickets. He will not be down in a hole on a bale of hay. He will be on the stage, and you could be on the front row. 7.40, six minutes away. Good morning, guys. It's 98.5 The Bull. Hey, it's Zach Bryan on 98.5 The Bull. Now, welcome into The Bull Fight, brought to you by Optimum Complete. Daniel, we're, we're playing. The fair is open now, right? I mean, opening today. Opening and today. And then we got front row tickets for you to see some music. Warren Ziders will be playing. Not only will you get into the fair for free with these tickets, you'll be on the front rows to see Warren Ziders. I've got Ashley on the line. She's a property manager. Ashley, how are you this morning? I am doing well. Uh, and as a property manager, what do you guys do exactly? Um, I help people put tenants in houses in Tulsa and surrounding areas. Nice. So if somebody has a property, they can reach out to you. You'll help them rent it out, right? Absolutely. All right. Ashley, they're the property manager. What's your business? You can give a little plug if you want. Um, I work for Sandblom Property Management. I don't know that my boss... Uh, <laughs> Would appreciate uh, a, an onslaught of calls, but I. Um, you don't I'm like money? Yeah, yeah, business owners do hate extra clientele, <laughs> so yeah, we won't mention it then. Uh, taking on Ashley, the property manager this morning, is Jennifer, the stay at home mom. You have a 13 year old, a 7 year old, and a 4 year old. Uh, how are they? Uh, it's a good time of year, right? It's great it weather. It is a good time of year. Yes, it's a great time of year. And what do they like to do uh, when they're not at school? Uh, we do football, baseball, cheerleading, softball. Oh, boy. All the sports. Yeah, Tig has one son that's in fall ball right now, and he does his running club. And I'm like, no free time for you, Tig. And he just has one. I couldn't imagine three. Yeah, we have something every single day of the week. Oh, 
All right, guys. Enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. Uh, I have all the answers to these questions. Begin with the letter W. You guys have elected that Tig will play along. A menagerie Tig this morning. If Tig though wins the uh, trivia game, he then chooses the winner. You guys are comfortable with that? Uh, yes. All right. Well, uh, there you have it. Ashley, we'll start with you. Again, all the answers begin with the letter W. Uh, this, Ashley, is the capital of the United States. Washington, D.C. Washington is correct. Jennifer, Disney's first name. Walt. Walt is correct. Tig, U.S. political party from 1833 to 1860. Wig. Wig. How did you know that? You are a weird dude, man. <laughs> Remember the other day you kept asking cartoon names and I had no idea what I was talking about? But, but you do know that uh, yeah. the Wig party is the U.S. political party from 1833 to 1860. Uh, Ashley, this is an online encyclopedia. Uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia is correct. Jennifer, this is first name of Prime Minister Churchill. Very famous Prime Minister. Uh, Winston. Winston is correct. Tig, this is the largest city in Manitoba. Winnipeg. <laughs> oh, wow. Winnipeg is correct. We are uh, all tied up to, to all. Um... Ashley, this is the capital of Poland. Warsaw. Warsaw is correct. Jennifer, this is the world's biggest retailer by revenue. Walmart. Walmart is correct. Tig, this is an X-Man with claws. Wolverine. Wolverine is correct. Uh, Three-way tie. Ashley, Burger King's most famous sandwich. The Whopper. The Whopper is correct. Jennifer, this is a Midwestern U.S. state. Mm. Mm -hmm. Midwestern U.S. state. Wyoming? Mm, that's not really considered Midwest. That's Western state. Uh, looking for Wisconsin. Did I, Ty, I will, hold on. We will let Tyga is the judge this morning. We'll let you check on that. I don't feel like Wyoming is Midwest. I think that's Western, Tyga. Hold on, he must now consult the computer. Building suspense, you know, is he I, I gotta say that, like, I, I think I'm gonna, I don't know. That's a tough one, but technically it's not in the Midwest according to the internet. All right, Tig, we'll go ahead and uh, cruelly buzz. Jennifer, stay at home mama three. Tig the judge, cruelly giving a buzz Ow. this morning. Yeah, ouch indeed. All right. My apologies. Tig. Yeah. This creature is vulnerable to silver bullets. Oh, my God. What is that? Werewolf? Werewolf is correct. Uh, one question to go. Ashley has four. Jennifer has three. Menagewa Tig has four. Final question, everybody. Ashley. Brothers Orville and Wilbur. Ooh, I don't know that one. That would be the Wright brothers who invented the aeroplane. Oh, we are tied up now. Jennifer, here's your chance to... Uh, no, you can tie it up here, Jennifer, if you know this. This is Japanese horseradish. Uh, wasabi? 
Wasabi is correct. You are now uh, tied up with Ashley. Final question for you, Tig. Okay. This is Chewbacca's species. Wookie. Wookie is correct. And with that, Tig has defeated both Ashley and Jennifer in the 98.5 The Bull fight. Uh, this probably, Tig, is a moment you didn't want to happen because you know now what must occur. Tig must now determine the winner. Uh, Ashley, you got uh, a couple of seconds here to make a case for Tig why he should give you the fair tickets and front row tickets to Warren Ziders. So, actually, I called in because my son asked me to call every day to play. I actually already have VIP tickets because I'm excited about that concert. So, oh. I would love for him to do this. So, concert. she's saying that she but already has. Like to say hi. Wait, so you, you already have tickets. You just called in to, to have fun on the radio is basically what the deal is. Yeah, my, my son, Bo, and I listen every morning and we try every day. So, uh, this well. is just an effort so that Bo could sit here and... and Listen to me be on the radio. Well, so she's gotten her gift already. You've heard uh, Bo and <laughs> Ashley say they already have tickets. Jennifer, make a quick case on why uh, Ty should give you the tickets. I'm actually kind of in the same boat. My kids just <laughs> want me to call every single day. Okay. Well, y'all are <laughs> going to hurt. Nobody cares. Play this game. <laughs> y'all are going to hurt <laughs> Warren Zider's tickets. Uh, feelings. Because I don't. I don't have tickets to that yet, so I will take them if she doesn't want them. All right. So, uh, Ashley, are you cool with that? Like, you say you've already got VIP and all that, and Jennifer says she could actually use tickets. Would you be okay if I awarded Jennifer the tickets? Even though you both did great, you both tied. I'm not trying to choose favorites. I'm just trying to logically get through this. But somebody just said they they would take them. I don't know no, who's yeah, saying. Jennifer would like them. I would love for Jennifer to take them because I've already paid for mine. <laughs> there we are. So uh, it all worked out. I didn't have to do something super uncomfortable and choose a favorite. Um, so Jennifer's going. Ashley's already a VIP. Thank you, ladies. Ty, what an awful position you would have put in if you had to determine a winner and they both really wanted them. I know. I'm glad that it worked out. Thank you, uh, ladies, for playing, okay? Thank can, you. Can my son both say hi? Please. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Bo. Hi, guys. Hey, now. <laughs> what up, man? How are you, Bo? How old are you? Uh, I'm good. I am 11. Oh, I'm about to be 11. 11. You making trouble at school, or are you pretty well behaved? <laughs> I'm pretty well behaved. Good. <laughs> Bo, I love to hear Tig talking to young people. He, he has two questions. Uh, how old are you, and how are you liking school? Uh, what do you like to do right at the fair? What's your big favorite fair thing to do? I really like the UFO thing. There's a UFO thing? What does that mean? Oh, my God. Uh, it's like the UFO that's been drawn around and, like, pushes you against the wall. Oh, I think that's what we used to call what? the Gravitron, that thing we sit in. Is that where a guy's sitting there in the middle the whole time and, t and plays loud music? Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. You like that thing? Doesn't that make you want to vomit? It does not. Buddy, I get in there, I, I get off that, I vom immediately. <laughs> hmm. One year he wet his pants. <laughs> that was last year, Bo. <laughs> yeah, that was young, yeah. Daniel. <laughs> uh, well, thank right. you, guys. Uh, Bo, have a great day at school. Uh, thank you, ladies, for playing. We're back tomorrow um, with the same thing. But the other thing, Daniel, is like we got so much going on. 15 minutes away from a $600 Sound of Moolah. How about that? I'd love to see like a show where you interview kids, Doug. You just ask them like, these old man questions like, you like school? You like hard candy? <laughs> Well, do you like yeah. hard candy? You ever seen a cat? <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. Thanks, guys. It's not about the pool with Tiger. Thanks, Daniel. guys. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. and Daniel on 98.5 The Pool.
time to win cash with Tig and Daniel and the sound of moolah on 98.5 The Bull. Tig, we've got Rhonda on the phone. She's very excited about the sound of moolah. Uh, you say uh, you grew up having to hear the Beach Boys in that song, Help Me, Rhonda? Yes. Did that drive you crazy or did you kind of like it? No, I like it. Let's play a little uh, clip of that. Uh, for Rhonda, in honor of Rhonda, this is Help Me Rhonda by the Beach Boys. I don't know, Dana, because you said that um, your name was fine until Karate Kid came out. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, Daniel son. All right. Well, I uh, that I had to hear, and then also Elton John's Daniel. Yeah. Which I used the to play it. I would play at the Pizza Hut jukebox. All right, Rhonda, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. Uh, do you think you know what the sound is? Maybe. Maybe. She's not 100% sure. Would you like Tig to play it again for you? Yes, please. In three, two, one. I'll do it one more time. It's now worth $600. All right, Rhonda, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Yes, I am. All right, Rhonda, what is your guess, please? I think it's an egg being cracked. An egg being cracked. Rhonda, get ready to scramble up some cash, but not from this game. It's incorrect. That is a very, very good guess. I can hear it now. Play it again, Ty. That's really good guess. That's, uh, that sounds just like an egg being cracked now that I think about it. I'll try again. Well, well bad know. news for Rhonda. Good news for the next person who plays at 910 because the sound of moolah is now worth $650. What will you do now uh, that you have not won the Sound of Moolah? What will you do with the rest of your day? Play with my pups. Well, there you go. What a day. Beautiful day outside. The fair's in town. She can play with her pups, Tig. I trust you're having a good Thursday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, man, that was a great guess. It like, really was I really good. like that. Um, sometimes the guesses are similar, but that was one of those ones that was kind of original, and it did sound like it, um, but... Not a right answer. So we still go to $650, Daniel. And if we don't get it at 910 tomorrow morning on 98.5 The Bull, do you know where we're at? $700. 700 yeah. Ain't I'm so crazy? bad at math. Ain't I was really thinking there. I'm trying to figure it out. So uh, here we go, guys. Um, Rhonda, thank you so much for the uh, time and calling in. And uh, great luck for our next chance, okay? Thank you very much. You all have a blessed day. You too. Less than an hour away, another Sound of Moolah chance at $650. Ranchulas. Also, did you see that guy that uh, went to Quick Trip here in Tulsa and he thought he won $10,000? Except he didn't win $10,000. Tulsa man went to cash in what he thought was a Mega Millions t- ticket worth, you know, $10,000. Still would be nice. Yeah, sure. But his ticket was actually worth $1 million. Like, blown away at that moment, right, when you find that out. The Oklahoma Lottery says Larry from Tulsa, Larry the Lotto winner, became their 79th millionaire yesterday. He got the ticket at a quick trip. 
the one near 61st and Lewis. Larry was shocked, of course, when he found out his $10,000 prize was actually worth a million. The biggest winners in Oklahoma lottery history are Don and Joyce from Muldrow. They won $105 million in two. I looked at the math then. He won a million dollars, and then after taxes and the lump sum, he gets 17 bucks. No, he's, he owes the government money after taxes. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to have to pay them. But you know, why do they have to reveal all their business, like Joyce and whoever? Like Larry they, and don't, Tulsa. Don't, yeah, Larry. Don't say the city they live in. Just be like, yeah, Larry and Joyce won that. Not not in the small town. People come out of the woodwork. You ever seen those people that, um, I guess it's up to the states whether or not you have to disclose your name. And then you ever see those people that wear like a, a mask or a, a, a mascot head or whatever? I saw somebody in a, their check? in a scream mask once claiming the uh, the money. Well, if you know a guy named Larry, he's rich. Yeah, all Larrys in Tulsa up. are rich. Uh, did you see this, that the Golden Bachelor debuts tonight? Ty, is this something you'll watch? This uh, Bachelor's name is, is it Jerry? I don't know, but the Golden Bachelor is like the Golden Girls. It's older folks. And, um, you know, instead of being like 25 and... Yeah, sells commercial real estate or whatever. This guy is heading into retirement, I guess. He's 70-something. Yeah, his name is Jerry Turner, G-E-R-R-Y. Is that Jerry or Gary? I think it's Jerry. Jerry Turner, 72 years old. He's going to have uh, ladies on the show with him. Uh, these ladies range. I see a, uh, the youngest looks like 60, the oldest 75, all vying for Jerry's attention. You know what's going to hurt my feelings is that, that rose ceremony they do. Um and if you're unfamiliar, basically at the end, the dude like gives out so many roses. And then if you don't get a rose, you got to leave. That's going to be hard to see a 65 year old woman not get a rose because she might be widowed or something, something, you know, awful. And, and then to see her have to walk off alone. Well, Jerry's wife died, so it's going to be hard for him, too, to go through this whole dating thing again and to do it in such a public forum, but I think uh, people that watch just regular television now, broadcast television, are older, so they're actually trying to accommodate an older audience. Maybe to be a hit. I don't know. I mean, I do like the twist. I mean, it kind of gets boring when it's just a hot 25-year-olds all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. So this is a different twist. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, well, you know how hard it is for you know, very attractive, young, beautiful women to find dudes. So they, the bachelor, I don't, uh, like, I don't actually get the show because every time I w have watched that show, they're all gorgeous people. Mm -hmm. It's like, you don't have a problem meeting a guy. Get out of here. Well, I think they just want the fame and notoriety. I think you and that's your what wife they used do. to watch the bachelor religiously. And you said you don't watch it anymore. It, uh, you know, it was like a, same uh, thing every time. a novelty, you know, it's fun at first. And then you, it's the same formula every time. And and then they do this thing now where they show grainy footage of what supposedly they're getting romantic. Mm -hmm. you think, <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? You mm -hmm. think Jerry's going to get down and dirty? I don't know what's going on. Hey, now. Old Jerry. <laughs> you can find out tonight uh, when the Golden Bachelor appears on ABC, and then you can watch it the tomorrow on Hulu. Uh, did you see this? The uh, form, This uh, formerly incarcerated lady. I didn't know this, but prisons don't let you have contact lenses. Did you know that? I had no idea. Uh, here she is uh, to describe the downside of having to get glasses in the joint. If they were in prison for up to a year, they were allowed to apply to get glasses. Like from the state, they would go and get an eye exam, which they had to pay for. And they would get these state-issued prison glasses that were the ugliest things I've ever seen. I was serving five years, and I hit my dad up, and I was like, please find me some glasses. And he took my prison ID to the place where I got my contacts, he was like, make some frames for this face, and it's me in my mugshot, and they made me some cute glasses. 
I'm surprised that you have to go a year in prison with no glasses, no eyewear. How do you read? Or, Well, I knew a guy that went to that. prison, and uh, he complained about prison. He said it wasn't that fun. I said, that's kind of the point. But you should give people glasses, even if they're in prison. So well, they yeah, they should be able to see. I, I, mean, I agree with crazy. that. crazy. You're up to date. It's 98.5 The Bull. We're back uh, at 910. Daniel, how much are we up to on the Sound of Moolah? We are up to... 650, right? Yes, yeah, 650 play. That's on the way at 910. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Think about all the great people in history that did great things with their life. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Christopher Columbus, um, he set sail to find a new route to India, ran into North America instead. That's a brave dude. Daniel, um, his ambition in life is to touch an elephant's ear. It's my uh, impossible dream, Tig. Is it impossible? Get my audio, please. The impossible dream to fight. Don't you have an impossible dream, Tig? Something you've always wanted to achieve? Much more ambitious than um, an elephant's ear. Well, what is yours? Like, I think I'll go to space one day. No, you're not. <laughs> Wait, they're going to... You're like 70 years old, Ty. It's too late for they're, you. They're charging uh, for tickets now, and I think by the time I'm 70, they'll be cheaper. All right. Well, so, I don't have these ridiculous, impossible dreams. I have a dream that can happen right here on Earth. Well, you're my buddy, and uh, I'm looking out for you. And if your dream is to meet an elephant, I've got some callers lined up that have some inside info. I want to see a sweet, beautiful elephant. I want to touch its ear. All right, let's take some calls. its trunk. Here we go. Maybe we can eat, uh, meet an elephant here in Oklahoma. Hey. Hugo, Oklahoma has an elephant sanctuary and a lion and tiger sanctuary. We can come. So I could go to Hugo, Oklahoma and touch an elephant's ear? 100%. Hmm. I thought that was like one of those sanctuaries only. You're not allowed to like go in there and see them. You could, you just know that they're, you're there helping them. No, you go in there, you pay, I don't know, it's like 30 bucks per person. They'll bring one in. The elephant will do a painting. They'll sing harmonica. And then you can pet, uh, pet them, and they take you on a tour to see, you know, 20 other elephants. And that's only and $30? Then, it's relatively cheap, yep. Hey, uh, uh, elephant shopping. sanctuary, ask for more money. If 30 bucks time to touch the elephant and play the harmonica and paint for you, come on. You can even rent a cabin, and they'll bring an elephant over the following morning and have breakfast with you. Don't tell me that. I'm go- <laughs> I am going. Get a cabin. It's, it's it's awesome. It's, so it's an old circus town. Google oh. a little bit on it. Hugo's were like Arnold and Bailey and all that got started and whatnot. Oh, is that right? There wow. is a sanctuary. There is a sanctuary down there for elephants. And you can you can essentially touch and then the lion and tigers right down the street. How about that, Daniel? So Man. That's good news for you. I mean, I can, for like $30, $40, I can have an intimate encounter with an elephant? I wouldn't say that. I what would do you say mean? you would get close to them and be able to touch their ear. Well, yeah, that's what I want, an intimate encounter. Uh, you want to take some more calls? Yes, plot. Hey, what's up? Good morning. I was just calling to tell you guys about the Elephant Sanctuary in Hugo, Oklahoma. We just heard somebody call us and told us about that. Okay, awesome. I Very took my cool. best friend for her birthday a couple years ago, and it's amazing. they have any monkeys? I didn't see any monkeys when we were there, no. Tyke, <laughs> don't say t- <laughs> I elephant's not monkey. enough for you, Tug. That huh? gum. I mean, elephant's not enough. Monkeys are cool. Uh, a guy called, told us it was only like $30 to have this elephant encounter. Um, we paid quite a bit more than that, but we stayed in the cabins, and the elephants came to have breakfast with us the next morning. That's what he Ow. said. He said you can have breakfast with an elephant. What do, they, what do elephants yeah. have for breakfast? Like hay or something? No, they had... Um, 
I think a vegetable basket that you could purchase. Fruits, it was fruits and vegetables. Oh wait, so you got to pay for your affair and then the uh, the elephant's breakfast. You pay for the whole encounter, and then they they bring the breakfast for you to feed to the elephant. Ty, would you like to have an elephant affair with me or not? That's a good way to wake up. I'd like to have an elephant affair to feed an elephant some nice, breakfast yeah. in the morning. That's pretty cool. I'm doing it, man. Yeah, it was incredible. Well, thanks for the and call and the insight. Absolutely. Y'all have a great morning. You, you too. Know. Bye-bye. So, Tiger, are you in or are you in, man? How would you not want to do this? Uh, uh, if you want me to go, I've been a good friend with you for a while. If it's important to you that we go meet an elephant, then that'll be Buddy, fine. Mark my word, I'm going to get with them elephants. <laughs> God, don't say that kind of stuff, man. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Depression in school, right? It was a horrible time. People were out of work, and you see the uh, black and white images of people walking in the street with, like, a little pouch on a stick, and it's terrible. Daniel says he's going through his own personal Great Depression right now. He bought a house, and he's what I would call house poor. Mm-hmm. The mortgage is so high that you can't really do much with your house anymore. Well, it's the mortgages that got a high rate. Then uh, I have a, a condo down in Auburn. Had to do some repairs on that, and uh, yeah, just a rough time financially. Everybody hits a little snag, right? I'm I ha- just I happen to be in a snag. I have a proposal for you because here you're the kind of guy that could actually do this. Because I am in a different situation than you are. Like most of us listening, I have a kid. I can't really risk a whole lot. Like I got to be safe. I got to be a little conservative with my. But Daniel, you only have like wind chimes or something. I don't know what's going on. All right, so you're in a little bit of a Great Depression personally mm-hmm. right now. Sure. I've got an idea for you. What's that now? My idea is that um, your alma mater that I went to as well. Auburn University down in uh, Alabama. Ty and I both went to Auburn, both graduated from Auburn. I'm looking up some numbers. Okay, so Auburn is going to play Georgia this weekend. And okay. Auburn will be destroyed by Georgia. So it's not opinion, a matter of, of opinion. It's a fact. In my opinion, it's a fact, yes. Okay. So kind of, um, why don't you, and I know you don't have $10,000 sitting around, but you do have a credit card. Mm-hmm. Why don't you put, like, I'll, I'll help arrange it because I know the betting people, you know. Put $10,000 on this Auburn game for Georgia to beat Auburn. I know you're betting against your alma mater, but you have to be logical here. If you bet $10,000 on Georgia to beat Auburn, you will get $13,000 back. Because Georgia is such a heavy favorite. Like it's not going to be a 50-50 thing, but Georgia's going to win that game. And I'm basically saying to you, you can I guarantee you're going to win $3,000. Well, if you're so sure, why aren't you doing this if it's guaranteed money? Because I have more to risk at life. I can't, like, I'm trying to save money for my kids' school and stuff. You don't have anything. If you lost $10,000, that would suck. It would stink, but it wouldn't be. But it's not going to be a game changer. You know what I'm saying? Why not put $10,000 on Georgia Bulldogs to beat the Auburn Tigers this weekend? You will get $3,000. I mean, I could do that. Do but it. I've just been nervous wrecked the whole time. Let's it, do it. it. Sound, you sound like a like a stupid Dave Ramsey. Like that seems like that's not good financial advice. We could uh, put this on Facebook. We can put the betting slip up, oh, yeah. and then people will watch the game and be like, "Oh man, I hope Daniel wins." It, it'll like create sort of drama. It'll be great for the show. You'll come out three thousand dollars ahead. I mean, what's the what's the problem? Because I'm like, what if 
what if something crazy happens and Auburn wins? Do you think Auburn is going to beat Georgia? I don't know. The number I one team in the nation. Auburn sucks. About sports, as I've said, I don't know. I have a clue. I don't even All know right. the coach uh, at Georgia. I don't know the coach in Auburn right now. I am totally, when it comes to sports, That's ignorant. why you're good at it, because people get too emotional about it, and they don't make rational decisions. Since you know nothing about it, I'm just giving you data, straight data, that says the Auburn Tigers cannot win that game this weekend. You will have $3,000 extra. It just seems like Guaranteed. a foolish thing to do. Okay, well, so you're, you're in or you're in? I don't know. I mean, I must think <laughs> about it. I don't He's a little know, scared dude. now. Yeah, I'm scared. I mean, you would be scared too, right? Uh, I would be watching every single second of that game. That's true. <laughs> I don't Let's know. Let's do it, man. I, I must think about it. 10000 uh, You know what we could do? What's your credit card limit? No, I should max it out? Yeah, max it out. And really, now that would create drama. Now, $30,000 will get you $9,000. Hmm. Hey, that now, might, that get, would that solve that some might problems. get me out of some trouble. Yeah. And what's the worst that happens? You lose the $30,000 bet. Now, that's a lot of damn money. But, And I know you don't have that kind of money. You could just pay make payments on it Oof. for the next 40 years but <laughs> but imagine if you won nine thousand dollars there is then. something exciting about it i'll give you that but i don't know if i have what I it takes to make it. such I a bet i think we should absolutely well, sure, do it Ty, it's very brave of you to suggest that with my money we should make this uh, risk you're my friend i wouldn't i would I, I would not do that to you i would like i like pranking you and giving you a hard time but i'm not going to do a ten thousand dollar prank you're going to win that bet. You don't know that. You're going to win the bet. You don't know. All right. It's time to win cash with Ty and Daniel and the sound of moolah on 98.5 The Bull. Well, Ty, the hills are alive with the sound of moolah this morning. Uh, you've heard that before? <sighs> Okay. Why do you not like that? Just explain like to me really quickly alive, why. But, you know, it's, it's a reference to... The Sound, the of, sound music. of Music. Yeah, that's hilarious. One of the great motion pictures of our time. Okay. Gerald, have you ever seen uh, The Sound of Music? Gerald? Me? No, no, it's Kyle. Kyle. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong with Gerald? <laughs> it's Kyle. Kyle, have you ever seen The Sound of Music? I have not. Oh, well, you should watch that then. Uh, Julie Andrews spinning around on a hill. She says the hills uh, are alive with The Sound of Music. Do you like that movie, Tug? I do because it's uh, sort what's of it based, about really quickly. I've actually basic, never seen it. Uh, the Nazi occupation. Oh, they had to kind of leave because the Nazis were coming in. And... Uh oh. Yeah. It's a good story though. Yeah. Well, anyway, Kyle, uh, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah this morning? Do you think you know what it is? I'm hoping. Uh, would you like Tag to play it for you really quickly? Yes. All right. In three, two, one. I got no idea. Okay, that's what we're up against. Uh, Kyle. Kyle, what percentage rate are you sure that you know it? 50-50. Uh, 50-50. He's not very bold. Uh, well, all right. Well, if you're prepared mm -hmm. uh, to guess the sound of moolah this morning, let's get uh, enough time foolery. Let's get down to business. Uh, Kyle, what is your guess play? Is it opening a can of tuna? Opening a can of tuna.
get ready to open a bank account, but unfortunately you did not win, Kyle. I'm so sorry. Oh. I don't like how you um, say something kind of positive mm -hmm. where you're ready to open a bank. It sounds like they're going to win, and then you, you're mean after that. Kyle, what I'm trying to do is build suspense. I'm trying to create a roller coaster of emotions this morning. Do you see what I'm trying to do? Yeah, it's a lot of heartbreak. <laughs> no, you oh, crushed no. Kyle. Have I broken your heart, Kyle? No, I'm all right. I'll, I'll try again. That's right. You know, Kyle's an optimist. He's not like you, Tig. He's not a pessimist. Tig's like Edgar Allan Poe. He always looks on the dark side of life. Kyle knows that tomorrow morning at 710, we're going to add $50. What will the jackpot be up to tomorrow, Kyle? Um, seven. $700. And Kyle knows he still has a chance. If he got through today, he knows that he can get, that, he can get through tomorrow probably. I hope so. All right, Kyle. Kyle, man. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Good See guess. Now. This is a hard one, man, but I want to reiterate that um, last time we played this, some people were calling and saying the same guesses, and what a tragedy. It's already hard enough to get in, and then you guess something that's already been guessed. It's still going to be wrong. Uh, Kyle's guess was uh, was great. Uh, the guess earlier, egg being cracked, was great. So people are really doing some really good guesses. These make sense. Uh, the three-ring binder being closed. I thought, yeah. like, listen to this. It sounds exactly like that. It's just not that. Another good guess of note, and you can see all the wrong answers at thebulltulsa.com. Uh, someone guessed a Nerf gun. That was also a good guess. They've all been really good. We just don't want you to repeat something that's already been said because then you're definitely not going to get the money. Uh, back tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock. Go to thebulltulsa.com. Also, I understand um, on our app, 98.5 The Bull, they're trying to put them up there as well. Correct. The incorrect guesses. But we're back on a Friday at 710 with a $700 chancho. It's Tiger Daniel.